0: Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. (laughs) And this is a bonus episode.
1: Uh, I don't even know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) And then it got worse. Oh, that was the last episode. Sorry. Yeah, we left
0: you (laughs) off with us getting to Monterey. And we took two weeks off. We were gone. So we wanted to make sure we came back and brought you an extra episode. And of course, we're coming at you live from Drivers Club, as usual. Brought to you by Carter Subaru, Avance, Rainier Beer, our friends at Haggerty. I think that's everybody.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's still asleep. No, I it's a bonus episode, so I don't have to be as you know I'm, I'm apparently I'm not the funniest person in the world anymore, so uh it doesn't count. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh yeah, you know, uh as if you if you had if you've listened to the mod episode like I have, um, it's it's a great time going down. It's funny because I've been talking to some of the people that have, were on the rally with us and they think we took it a little light in our, our description of things. Yeah, which is kinda of funny. We're
0: because i didn't think we did but i've heard the same feedback yeah uh if you saw the photos from that episode which you really really should go back to see the uh the flood coming over the road and the aston martin driving through it i'm sure somebody at aston martin is cringing or also proud
1: of their product i'm not sure but uh, it was it's a th- british it's used to water running through it <laughs> it's different <laughs> trust me so let it get to the electronics no, I actually. As funny as it is, I ran into Mr. Boryog here uh, when I showed up to Drivers Club this morning or this afternoon, and he was like, he was laughing about that. He said it was, we took it a little light. So um, there are things. There are things that we kept for legal reasons, and uh, <laughs> there are other things we kept for legal reasons. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we're already. Like I said we're well on our way to next year. We've already got at least fifteen cars going. We're probably going to have to cap it at twenty, which means a whole new level of planning for hotels and food. Food's the tough one, actually, in all this. The hotels, I'm working out, but the food is actually really difficult to plan when you're trying to say, hey, we need a party of 40.
1: Hey, <laughs> do you want to hear a really funny story that I heard today? Hmm. So, I was talking to Doug from Driver's Club. We were talking about that lovely restaurant that we had, uh, the, the brewery we were at. Oh, yeah. And he goes, Crux. hey, did you know that I own a hotel down the street from that? And I was like, no, that would have been really nice information to know. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> we'll plan on that for next year yeah. or the year after, yeah. actually. We won't yeah. be going back through there next year. Yeah. So, um, good to know. <laughs> I was like, huh, that would have been nice to know. <laughs> I could have had a few more beers. And, you know, Blake could have taken that guy's nice, lovely daughter doctor home or whatever. <laughs> so, whatever it was. We get some weird rally notes. I tell you. Well, they're, they're increasing, increasing. So, yeah. no, we uh, decided that... Um, we would either drag out the last episode or kind of do a bonus episode. We've got some really cool interviews that's gonna be coming up that Dan and I recorded down in Monterey at Concorso this year. Yep. Um the head of P Zero World, uh, and the head of W Motors. And if you don't know what W Motors are, they make the Lycan hypersport. And people know it because it jumped out of a window in Fast and the Furious, but yeah. people also know it because it's true it's like a it was a two million, three million dollar car at the time. So and now they have a new version, so it's pretty yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah, we learned a lot about that uh, down there. I'll I'll let the interview speak for itself later in the show. You'll hear that. But uh, that was a very interesting – would never been up close to one of those before, even though we saw both of them last year. Um, yeah, down in Monterey, but it was uh I'd never been that up close and got to talk to somebody, but really about the workings of that car. It was very surprising. I did not realize that was on. Well, a and we Cassie. ran into
1: the car. We had we had a lovely, really good dinner at Bubba Gump's with everybody, and uh, <laughs> we went outside, and found and found it sitting out in the parking lot, which uh, they had it had been on the fuel run and come in from, uh, from. Um, I think LA, but they were, he, they were talk, he they Did, did Vegas, to LA, in yeah, a year. He's ta- he talked about it in the interview. They're, they're going to go put a, a million kilometers or something like that under whatever. The yeah. Something is. crazy but on that car. So it was th- pretty insane, but the um, same tire shop who did my
0: tire on my, I had a flat in my 911 turbo, had, uh, not a flat, I had a nail like right dead centered, actually did the tires on that car earlier in the day. <laughs> Yeah. It's just, that car kept crossing our path all over Monterey, which is you know, a one-of-one one car,
1: but we keep running into they it all the time. They did a very good job of it. it. And it's funny because, speaking of Monterey, I was watching, um, you know, there's a very famous YouTuber called Supercar Blondie, and she did an interview with uh, Jared Shelby of Shelby Supercars. Oh, yeah. And in yeah. the interview, they, the Totora is finally running. And if we've not talked about it before, I saw the Totora eight years ago in a shell, here in Seattle because they make them in the Tri Cities. Yeah. And all Jared talked about in the whole interview was how the car was going to do three hundred miles an hour and they were going to be the first car to go three hundred miles an hour. And if you don't know, <laughs> this weekend Bugatti took the new Chiron super Supersport, which you can't get yet, to three hundred and four miles an hour, which again, I do not understand w- Again, Doug and I were having a conversation about it earlier. And I and I said Doug made a very good point. He said, Why? I mean, it, it. You no, no customer can do it. The Bugattis never going to let you with your Chiron onto the track, onto their pri- their private track.
0: It's just. I guess if you live near the salt flats, buy uh, an airplane. It, yeah, <laughs> you want to do that? I guess yeah. I think yeah. it's the only place you could do it. I guess that's. I don't even know if you could rise. do it on the salt flats when you think about it. Yeah, because you don't have you st- you have a standing what is it two miles or something?
1: So Bugatti's test track, they come around the, they come around the curve at 124 miles an hour. They have five. 5.4 mile stretch, straight stretch. Yeah. And remember that it's not 5 point whatever miles to go that fast. You have to go that fast and slow down before you hit the curve at the end. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I
0: Bragging rights really don't do much for me in a car. Like the the guys who are putting out 1,200, 1,500 horsepower to their vets. Neat. I could barely put down 650 with yeah. super hot sticky tires. I, I don't know. I don't really get it. I'm thinking 7 to 800 is like the perfect number. Yeah, all wheel drive. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Really is because I think now the chassis and the traction can handle it. Like the there's a couple of guys running seven eight hundred horsepower nine eleven turbos and they're putting it down just fine. The GTR has been doing it fine forever. It's useful power in cars. They can put it down.
1: Speaking of GTRs, we got a nice little call out by Wingnut today, and I saw he's that on, on uh, Instagram and his coworker. So thanks for that. Um, and you know what I love about that is she showed his face. Oh yeah! So many people don't know what Wingnut looks like. So, in fact, we didn't even reveal what Wingnut looked like, which is yeah, kind of cool. It's kind of fun. So, if you don't know who Wingnut is, he's a uh, uh, DJ on the the Bull here in Seattle. So, yeah, he's yeah. been on our show before.
0: Yeah, but, um, yeah. So where we left you guys off the, off last time, with last episode, is we were just arriving in Monterey, and Monterey is work for us. It's it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work, and the work starts pretty much the morning after we get there. We we settle in about. Five six in the evening, we have dinner, we get some sleep, and then it's then it's go time. Uh, we arrive on a Tuesday, and then on Wednesday morning, it's a, a breakfast with uh, our friends. Nobody they'd know.
1: Yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> Wade Kawasaki, Barry McGuire, uh, Bruce, Bruce Wanta, Bruce Wanta. He, yeah, yeah, and then and then another gentleman that from uh, uh, the the he's Italian. Italian. Okay, I got to get this right. He is the head of the Italian advertising company for Concorso. Yeah. And his name is slipping my mind right now. <laughs> <you> Raphael? <really laughs> <should. laughs> Raffaello, thank yeah. you. Um, and so, in fact, Raffaello is who introduced us to the CEO of W Motors, so I should probably remember that in the future. right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a really nice guy. He's a really yeah. fun guy. Um, but yeah, so Dan and I put on a, and, and it is um, it is a paid event that people come to. No, we don't get paid for it. We do it out of the kindness of our hearts because all the money goes to a good charity, and it was Child Help this year, which yeah. was really neat. We usually do.
0: Child Help is a... We've been giving to them via Jet Center for how many years? Like
1: two or three. Yeah, two or yeah. three years, and then Concorso but as well. So. To sit in a in a room with Barry McGuire is incredible and hear his stories and Bruce Wanta and Wade Kawasaki, and it's just
0: – Yeah, those guys have been in the industry forever. Uh, yeah. Barry since – so McGuire's was start, started technically by his father – so his grandfather. Grandfather, yeah. So like this is
1: 1901 or something yeah. like that. So yeah. So Maguire's has been around for a bottle.
0: very very <laughs> long time. Yeah. And Barry about as authentic as it gets as a person. Like
1: and a very religious.
0: Yeah, he's a very religious did, guy.
1: It's really cool. That was a really neat fact I didn't know about him that he bases a lot of his business on on his faith. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and he's not shy about it. And it's uh we've always been um I guess how do we say this? We try and promote as much authenticity in our podcast as we can. We don't ever like to script our guests. And that's a, a big, like, people ask us all the time when we do these, especially when we MC an event, okay, what are the questions going to be? And we just kind of laugh at them. <laughs> we're like, we don't know. I don't know. We're going to talk to you, <laughs> and we're going <laughs> to ask you about you, and you're going to tell us what you want to say. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Yeah, and it's uh, – there's at first this little look of terror because they're, they're not used to that in an interview. Usually when you go to an interview, you're doing one for a magazine or a publication or any some kind of media. It's like, okay, here's the interview questions and here's your prep and this is what we want to talk about. And it's usually very market-driven. And with us, it's like, no, we want people to get to know you. And when they see you, they can have a genuine conversation with you and you can have one back. And we have people who really, really uh, respond well to that and some people who get a little uh, quiet around that because they're not really sure how to act. With guys like Barry, though, Barry is just like he literally stands up and he is happy and excited. He's like,
1: yes, I get to talk about whatever I want. Yeah. And, and Wade Karzaghi is a, a, a really good example of the fact that we had him on yeah, last year, and he was kind of pensive about it. And this year, he got, he got so comfortable, he ended up telling a story that his wife didn't even know about the <laughs> fact that he almost drove him off a cliff in a Porsche. Uh, she, we ran into him later, and she was, like, she was grinning from ear to ear. And she goes, yeah, I didn't know that story. And I was like, really? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the infamous, they were slipping, going through the corner, and what do you do in a Porsche? More power. More, yeah, <laughs> so, throttle, yeah, throttle, 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 throttle,
0: throttle.
1: throttle. So. Yeah and yeah he made it but uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a lot of fun uh, Dan and I then take everybody and with our help from uh, Jason Boryog and, and Jared and Ashley um, and we led a uh, about a hundred and thirty mile drive yeah Davis helped this year as well Davis, Davis as, as, as well thank you thank, thank God for that and Mindiana Jones uh, our photographer, <laughs> photographer. yeah um, we did a nice drive that basically out and around Salinas and back to a um, what's the name of the winery Oops. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you'd think we, you know, we, we should prepare, we should write these questions down. Pesano? It's Pesano. Winery. Yeah, no, I'm like, I can um,
0: picture it, but I can't say it. Yeah, it's P-R-E or E-S-S-A-G-N-O or something like that. And the drive was great, Pesanio? right, to where we got to, like,
1: to the uh, to some of the um, back roads by the farms where it's just dust and dirt. And It took me, I was behind a truck
0: for a half hour who would not move. And we had, what do we have, uh, 12 cars in my group at that time? 11? 11 with the tail car behind me. And then one car in front of me. And this truck, despite multiple pullouts, would not move for a half hour. And this is a backcountry road, which he could barely get up and down. So he's going like 20 under and just would not move no matter what. And I finally had a spot <laughs> and I passed in an assertive manner. So.
1: Hi, Carl. <laughs> oh, I he's see. He's got a tan. I see things gifts. that just came in. With me. Carl's bearing gift. No, I think th- I think those aren't supposed to come in until next week. But I don't know what it is. He he Ooh. he was here earlier, um, but he had to go home. Oh, this is our event photographer came so. in today, so we are very
0: excited as we see him walk in. We will share that. We will share more about that later. Yeah. Um. But yeah.
1: So this drive. We and the funny thing is, is Dan and I are very critical, and and so is Jared Nash, and, and so is Davis, and so is Jason, and we got into the winery and we we're like, God, that was just you know it was slow, and we just couldn't catch up, and and everybody on the drive had a wonderful time, which is yeah.
0: awesome. And we are obviously our own worst critics because we just came from a drive, and we had, in spite of the <laughs> insane, terrible weather that tried to kill us multiple times. And terrible road conditions, and everything. We still had this really tight knit group, and we knew everybody really well, so we could have really open conversations about how things were going. And people just had this
1: really great positive attitude the whole time, which saved us. Somebody was asking me this weekend about they had listened to the podcast, and they're like, "Is it? Are they all? Are they all really your friends?" And I'm like, "Yeah, the the chat still exists. Like, it goes on all day. Like half the time, like I have to catch up, and like, oh good god, they've been at it again." In fact, to the point where we're doing a we're doing a reunion, uh, a go kart reunion here, and we in, are in a couple of weeks. And It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm just excited. Not so. not to,
0: not like the little ones indoor. No, we're going full outdoor to PGP, which is uh, Pacific Raceways Grand Prix. They're outdoor karts. It's a big track. Try not to
1: make that woman mad at me this time. I was sore after that. God, I was sore. I was sore for different reasons. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Only because he <laughs> likes to take his cart off-road. I didn't mean to. That, there was somebody's girlfriend that pulled in front of me, and I had to go off-road. <laughs> and then you braked in front of me, and I spun out. Yeah, not my And she got mad at me. I don't, I don't want to get off on this topic, but okay, whatever. <laughs> God. I thought I was so cool. I was right on Dan. I thought, I can get him. I can get him. And then he braked into a corner and I jammed on the brakes and spun out. I was going
0: too hot into a corner and emergency braked. And therefore, he had
1: to emergency brake, but he was carrying more inertia. So it spun him out. And I made the corner. (laughs) I was carrying more weight, not inertia. I was carrying more weight. (laughs) And then the girl black flags me and points at it like it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> strategy. Yeah. It's like, mm. Blind luck. <laughs> but also yeah. strategy. Blind luck and strategy. <laughs> Taking <laughs> notes, Dan. I don't
0: to yeah. you. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so this drive, man. Farm roads, dust. Everybody had a good time. But it was so hot. Like, <laughs> oh Yeah. It's uh, like 100 degrees out. And there were guys out there with cars with no tops and no AC on this
1: drive. Yeah, so. I don't think I could do that. It's. That's way too much. Way too much heat. It was. Like I said we're our we're our own worst critics, but I was ready to be done with that drive, like with the amount of dust and stuff like that. Yeah, we got another one coming up in Scottsdale, which I, know. I won't be for. So good luck. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hopefully, I won't end up with scoliosis like last time. Which <sighs> reminds me, I need to find a car in Scottsdale. Uh, <laughs> Not you know, an R thirty two GTR. No, I just need bigger seats. <laughs> God. <laughs> that car was awesome. But yeah, yeah. So um, we we wrapped up the drive on Wednesday, uh, and a lot of prep, you know, is going on throughout the week for Concorso, a lot of people don't know about, but uh, on Thursdays, we always go down to Carmel for the uh, Pebble Beach Car Parade, and if you don't know this, and a lot of people don't, you can go down to Carmel on Thursdays of Car Week and see every car that's going to be at Pebble. Yeah, just about, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, ones that can get there, (laughs) they get there, and it's free, and it's a lot of fun to be down there. Yeah, and it's
0: a lot of cars, a lot of standing, but uh, there's... A lot to see down there. Like you can and just walk them down the road. You
1: can convince your new friends that came with you to go into a clothing store and buy a shirt. <laughs> I think
0: five of us bought the same shirt at the same time.
1: She that knows day. us. Did you not know? We walked in yeah. there and she like, she called me by name. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's a, mm. <laughs> So there was that. And um, I was like,
0: I'm not going to buy a shirt this year. I'm not going to buy a shirt this year. Then I bought a shirt this year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you
1: don't know, it's kind of... Our, it's always been my tradition and it somehow leaks out to everybody and, and some other friends. It's a like, nice shirt. Robert Graham has a, a a store down there called The Club and they do shirts just for Car Week. And i 've always bought one it 's something I save up for all year because i it, it's something that reminds me of the year and it's a lot of fun and so yeah. and and Dan is famous for going and they're going i'm not getting a shirt this year <laughs>
2: And then so he walks out with a jacket. Walks out with a jacket and a shirt. <laughs> didn't buy nice a jacket this year or yeah, shoes I, or anything. She I just tried to get shirt. me
1: to buy the jacket this year, and I was very close. It <laughs> wasn't in the budget. So, you know, yeah. It's a really nice jacket. I love yeah. that jacket. I wear it all the time. And then Kevin got one, and Jared and Ashley got them. So we're, we're all, we, the whole team's got it. So yeah. it was a lot of fun. But um, if you haven't been down there, we're always down there. In fact, I, we take the opportunity from Concorso to give out free tickets to people while we're down there, uh, a few sets, and, and have a good, good, fun treasure hunt. So um, it's a lot of fun um monterey car week is is a lot of work and you there you can get pulled in 800 different directions like i mean yeah. alexa who went down there with us from park place i mean she was working they were working at the Meekam auction selling cars and things like that with her dad from butch from park place so i mean we we kind of we kind of saw each other the whole group throughout the week where people could kind of come together but it was kind of tough so
0: yeah we're always moving around that the, uh yeah there was amanda had the freaking golden ticket. Like she was Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory that day winning because she had man, the she was at uh, Laguna Seca, she got to do a ride along down there mm-hmm. on the on the track. I mean she got to go to the vintage the historics down there.
1: I was watching her Instagram story as we're working away with a lot of jealousy. <laughs> yeah, she was having a lot of fun. And uh we a- we actually ended up getting pulled back to the to Concorso on Thursday to do some setup, you know, and mm-hmm. you know it's uh, it's always interesting when working with Concourse. So I've worked with them for a long time, and I love it. You just never quite know what you're going to sign up to do. You know, right? <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, I didn't sign up for this, but let's do it. You know, we yeah. were setting up furniture and stuff like that, which is great. And I want to thank Ashley for that because Ashley took over and just. Dictated everything we yeah, need quite to do. Great, the event coordinator you are. Yeah, she, she was very good at that. So, yeah. Not
0: only it's does she do our videos, which you've seen on Instagram, and puts all that together, but she's apparently a very good event coordinator. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just I, w- I wasn't coordinator to do it. Yeah, and model. I forgot about the model. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Wait, wait till we find those photos. I found some good ones actually. I mean, yeah. some strong, strong eyes, like some strong. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, and if you don't know, so like uh, Concorso is on Saturday and uh, it used to be on Fridays, but we were competing with Quail and so we, we decided to move it off. But we do a pre-placement. Basically what we do is ca- they can put cars on the field on Friday and you can we do a pre-placement party. And Concorso this year went under a big revamp in the fact that we, we consolidated basically the show. It used to be a lot more spread out and now to the point where we were in an area that was probably, I don't I can't, it was two fairways instead of like three and a half. So it was a lot nicer. But Friday night we did the pre-placement, and um, it went pretty well. Yeah, I, I only got almost hit like five or six times, yeah. which is a decrease from the
0: 10 or 12 I almost got hit last year.
1: So one of the things that Dan and I and Jason have kind of created down there is we, 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 is the way cars come onto the field is we do basically like swim lanes. Yeah, they're swim lanes. Literally. <laughs> and, and you have to understand, we have cones that, that, that it's probably about five to seven cars long going down a hill, and at the top of the cones there are names for each row. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to figure out which row your car goes in. Yeah, turn before you your sign. Would not be- and there is somebody that looks at each car and says, "Turn before your sign." Which is interesting
0: because we set it up that way because that's how street signs work. They're on the other side of the road, not after <laughs> it. Yeah. So we thought this would translate to something easy, but it every did not. single year, it just amazes me. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's to the point where it's like we we kind of line people up into this little human fence that puts people in. We have and we run. Like by the time we do pre placement that night, we've probably done somewhere between ten and fifteen thousand steps in this little parking lot back and forth. Yeah. Just going back and forth. It's it's a lot of going around running around. And yet inevitably somebody will like stop. They'll just come up to me and instead of turning, they like try and go through me and they just kind of stop at the last minute instead of running me over. Which I appreciate But you would think me waving my arms dramatically in the section place I want to go. Well, and to be fair, the ones
1: that you want to run you over get it right. Like it's always like a beat up alpha that's like (laughs) rusting, (laughs) and you're like, "I'm going to get tetanus if you hit me." But uh, (laughs) it's, I mean, it was. uh, it was an event, like I said, and that continues actually Saturday morning for Concorso. I mean, the early pla- – not early placement, but day of event and the fact that we, we cars start arri- arriving about 5.30 or 6.00. Yeah. We let them on the field about 6.00, onto the field till 9.00, and then the event starts. And Which went actually really quick this year, though. It really did. It, I don't it, know why. I think it was just we
0: had more volunteers up top, and it's it's one of those things like every – I think it was
1: those nitrous-based uh, margaritas. That's true. Those, so those were really was. good,
0: um, but we didn't start that early in the morning. It was like 7.00. 8 in the morning before we start so drinking. I, I,
1: I want to tell, <laughs> tell the story about the 15-foot the, the rotating uh, chrome horse. Oh, that thing was cool. So we had a, a sculpturist that came to Concorso, and, I, and the name has surpassed me right now, but they brought, which I, I don't know I even know how they tra- transported there, it was a 15-foot, basically the shape of, of the, 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 the stallion on, on a Ferrari. And it was 15 feet, and yep. it rotated. It's beautiful, too. And it was $160,000. Yes. And it sold within the first 10 minutes of the show. Yep. <laughs> and I remember looking at that thinking, what would you, I mean, you'd have to be one hell of a Ferrari collector and have one hell of a space to put something like that in. But it was just, it was incredible. You'll see photos of it, but it's, it was just like. <laughs> Apparently, he lives here, too. Fort Lewis. That's Washington. right. That's right. Good call oh, out. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Good to know. So somebody in Fort Lewis has an amazing horse sculpture sp- Spinning around in either their living room or their garage or something. And it's like, Hmm. like you said, you've got to be a hell of a Ferrari enthusiast to be like, yeah, I'll take that.
1: Yep. Impulse buy. (laughs) Yeah. More than a house. I know. In some areas. Not here. But otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of houses. It's farther out. (laughs) um, But uh, then we uh, basically, uh, Dan and I did a, a, well, we had scheduled a bunch of interviews. Well, day of, and we expected
0: this entirely, though. It's like, okay, if we schedule six, we'll get probably two or three. That's pretty normal on day of events because people are being pulled in 100 different directions. So, yeah.
1: I think we got one out of the six, and then we, we uh, Raffaello came up with one more for us, which you will hear yeah. like uh, coming up after the break. Yeah. yeah. So let's take a quick
0: break. We'll be right back. And we'll jump to
1: those. Yeah. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. It's like we never went anywhere. Right? Um, coming up next, uh, we're interviewing Stefano from P Zero World from Pirelli, uh, which is a really great interview. And then we have the, uh, like I said before, the the CEO of W Motors, uh, Ralph, I think it was Debas, D E B B A S Debas Debas. Really interesting interview. On on uh, we just grabbed him quickly to t- to chat with him because obviously, if you know of the H- Lycan Heisman Sport, and and you get to know why it's called W Motors, which is kind of cool, and how they name their cars. So. Yeah. Um, Coming up next is, uh, is Stefano from P0 World, and after that, we'll have Ralph. All right.
0: And we have a guest with us today. Uh, I'm going to say his name wrong, and he's going to correct me. <laughs> his name is Stefano Sbetaga. Sbetaga. All Almost right. So. I was it's close. So much better when he says it. I know. In the <laughs> Italian accent. <laughs> yes. And Stefano with Pirelli, VP of Prestige and P0 World. What does that mean?
3: Oh, well, it means a lot of different things. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Definitely try to keep me busy. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, I, I, I take care of, uh, uh, of everything we do here in the United States in terms of relationship with uh, what we call the prestige manufacturers, uh, which will be all the exotic cars, just to make it very simple. Okay. <laughs> and Zero World, actually, is our flagship store that we have in Los Angeles, uh, where we, we look at that more as a brand experience center. So it's, uh, the kind, it's a tire shop. Okay. as you can imagine. Yeah. It's a
1: but tire it- shop on steroids. I've seen some... Some friends of ours from YouTube and things like that that have stopped in there. It's gorgeous.
3: It's a tire shop where you can have an Italian espresso. Yeah. You can wait uh, by playing with a simulator. Sure. So it, it's, and it's quite, clean quite en- different kind of thing. It's yeah. clean
1: enough you can eat off the floor. I, mean, <laughs>
3: I wouldn't recommend that, yeah. but if you want to try it. <laughs> <but I'm> <laughs> I've done worse. Uh, you know, so.
1: How did you guys come about doing those? Like, I mean, Obviously, it is it is a tire shop on steroids. Like, Even calling it a tire shop, even though... it based by Pirelli, it's hard to me. But um, how did that idea come about?
3: Uh, It came about because uh, uh, the company restructured itself uh, uh, three years ago, Uh, and now we are the only uh, consumer tire company in the world, meaning that we do only consumer tires. We don't do anything uh, for, uh, I don't know, tractors, industrial, that kind of stuff. It's only cars, motorcycles, and bicycles. (laughs) And as we say that, we wanted to figure out a way to be close to the consumers. So we are not definitely getting into the retail world. So all our uh, uh, dear customers here in the US, at different shops, they don't get scared about that. Um, (laughs) uh, But we wanted to have uh, a a point, a destination point, uh, that uh, where people could experience what really the brand to the fullest uh, means. And we chose Los Angeles because, of course, it is the most important uh, market for exotic cars in the world. Okay. And, that's the, and that's where we started this project three years ago. Nowadays, we have four of these in the world. I was
1: going to say, you've expanded a little bit. Yeah. Just
3: a little bit. Okay. Um, and they are all in uh, what we call iconic places. Sure. Uh, so Los, Los Angeles was followed by Munich in Germany. Then we have Monte Carlo. We have one in Dubai, which we opened three months ago, and uh, in a couple of months we're gonna have one in Melbourne, Australia. Oh, oh very nice. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So st- you are invited.
1: It's a long, it's a <laughs> long commute to get tires changed, but you know why not? I mean, hey, driving down the Pacific <laughs> Northwest down to LA. I mean, hey, I are. actually do want to see it. Like I said, I've seen it. In different shows and things like that, and it looks like a really incredible place. Thank so, you. Yeah, I mean, and, and just the idea of um, the minute you said we're consumer tires, I think instantly I saw like a track, like a Lamborghini tractor, and should have like Pirelli, you know, <laughs> big Pirelli <laughs> tires on it, right? So no. So, um, I mean, so yeah, are you based in, in, the, in the Northwest? Uh, not Northwest, I'm sorry, in, in the United States? Yes, okay. I,
3: live, uh, I live now in Los Angeles. Okay. I've been in the U.S. for the last 10 years. Okay. Um, so I'm quite uh, familiar with a few different things. Um, but I still like Italian okay. food. <laughs> <laughs> we all yeah, do. We, yeah, we, <laughs> say, <laughs> yeah, we like yeah, it a little exactly. too much. <laughs> uh, overfed
1: on Italian, very much. So as f- Pirelli is a brand, like you said, with doing this expansion and being the only consumer tire uh, brand out there. Where are you guys going? What are you guys seeing in the future with cars? Like, I mean, do you think you know? We 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 always kind of like like to talk to our guests about that. Like, where they see the car world going, and you know, especially a company like Pirelli, who is a major sponsor of so many things throughout the world. Um, As I'm looking at that Formula One super soft uh, over there, I think it's got pink writing on it too, which is really cool. That's how you know it's super soft. We were, we were setting it up yeah, where they were setting up a bunch of stuff yesterday. I'm like, that's really neat. Like, <laughs> there you yeah. are. Yeah, there you yeah. Are. awesome.
3: Uh, Well, definitely, motorsport has been in the DNA of the company for the last 110 years. uh, And it's uh, our real laboratory. Uh, That's the reason why we are so involved in motorsports on many different levels. uh, Of course, from the pinnacle of F1 and then to World Superbike on Mm -hmm. two wheels. Uh, Worldwide, I believe that we support more than 460 championships uh, on a global level. Uh, and definitely it is our r d the real one sure. uh, you know even the fact that talking about the future of cars even yeah. the fact that formula one is moving to 18 inch tires okay. in two years uh, from the 15 you yeah, are using it's a now, big step. Uh, it's a big step, and it's a big challenge also for us <laughs> uh, because we are still not the single, the single manufacturer for uh, the single provider for a partner for Formula One. But definitely, it makes things more exciting because going 18 inches in F1 it means that you are even closer to what you really provided to. The cars uh, that are on the road. Very uh, cool. For, okay. for every car. Yeah. So, yeah. where do we see ourselves in the future? Technology is very important. So, uh, we started many years ago uh, investing in uh, in cyber technology, so, figuring out a way to apply sensors to tires uh, that could talk to the car. Because oh, ultimately, yeah. if you think about that, uh, the only point of contact that any vehicle has with the ground is the tire.
0: Yes, So yep. single being most able, important piece on your car.
3: Being able to collect uh, all, all those information and data that can come from, from the ground, especially when you're talking about performance cars, uh, it, can, it could help, no? Uh, yeah. Both in terms of performance and in terms of safety. So definitely our uh, big investment and outlook for the future in, is into that, into getting into technological tires uh, for the years to come. That's insane. I mean, you, you think about
1: the, the progression of the fact that, you know,
3: it's coming out of the car. We've
1: got the, you know, the, the tire pressure monitoring system. But now that the fact that your tires could talk to you would be incredible. Oh, well,
0: yeah. My, my C7, I had the heat temperature sensors on the tires. It was everything. I loved it. It was great. Um, let me switch this up a little bit and get to know you a little bit. Okay. How did you get into the automotive game?
3: I mean, By chance. By chance? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's great. That's a good reason. (laughs) Tell us more. Uh, You know, everything started with uh, my very first internship uh, when I was graduating from from college. I was back in Italy, in in Venice. Um, And uh, my first internship was with Porsche in Italy, in in their marketing department. Uh, And fast forward, uh, uh, after that, I spent uh, a few years with Ferrari Maranello. Then uh, I moved to two wheels with Ducati. Ducati brought me to the United States, uh, and, uh, and now I'm away with Pirelli. So, so just some small brands, nothing big. Hopefully some of those will catch <laughs> on someday. You know, That's what you really want. <laughs> but it sounds like everything comes back in circle. As a matter of fact, yesterday I was showing actually to a couple of friends a photo that I have uh, from 20 years ago. Okay. Where I was uh, doing this internship with Porsche, we were at a race track uh, in Italy, and in the background there are small yellow Pirelli trucks, Pirelli vans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm so, like, how cool is that? Foreshadowing. Yeah. Foreshadowing.
0: Have you always been a car, uh, car guy growing up and everything? I'm always
3: been a marketing guy, okay. uh, passionate about marketing. Uh, but you know, when you grow up in Italy, uh, yeah. your Sundays are made of uh, church, lunch, and Formula One. So, <laughs> 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 even if you don't want, uh, you will become passionate about cars. I not Sounds like a cool. pretty
1: good Sunday if you <laughs> yeah, I I mean, say. Half the time we can't even get the races, you know. Up there. Yeah, so. I got to stay in the middle of the night. Um, yeah. That's Wow, okay, well, yeah, as you can tell, we are for the first time, you know, getting the musical background of all these beautiful Italian cars. I mean... What was I going to say next? Uh, that that <laughs> totally distracted me. It's like, you know, For around here, it's well so it, easy to be distracted.
0: Well, I was going to actually ask you that. Do yeah. you have a favorite so far that you've seen just so far of today or a few that are so, popping out to you? So many. Yeah. Uh, it's so
3: many. It's, it's very difficult because yeah. they're, they're, they're so fascinating on many different levels. And uh, uh, now I, it might seem that I'm biased, but I'm so excited that uh, by our boot, we have that Lancia 037. Oh, yeah. Which is the real uh, world champion uh, rally car of 1983 that yep. won on the, the Monte Carlo Rally, that that's that's just uh, also being Italian. I have goosebumps just by talking about
0: My it. My jaw dropped when I saw that thing pull up. It was just like, what? I did not know that was coming.
1: And
3: well, yeah. they promised me that they're gonna be much louder when they leave uh, l- later in the afternoon. So I don't know <laughs> if you want to record I'm it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> You
1: know, I mean, when you come in in something like that, you should be known. I mean, it was Dan and I were helping uh, get all the cars on the field today, and there was just an incredible amount of cars coming in. But that was one that it stopped us and was, you know. Yeah, it's rare that
0: we that we see him so often. It's rare that we stop and go, whoa. But you I mean, know, you, know,
1: you know, being in this industry, you get a little jaded. It's like, oh yeah, Ferrari. I mean, which I mean, they're all beautiful rolling art, especially when they have Pirelli tires on them. Correct. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But Good point. But when something like that comes in, it just sort of stops and, and
3: takes your breath away. So I mean,
1: are you are you a world rally fan? Do you like that type of motorsport? I, I am. Okay. I am.
3: I actually like everything about my motorsport. Yeah. Uh, I've been actually also in charge of motorsport for the last few months here here in the United States, so I'd been able to follow different championships, which are also not uh, very common for me so uh, getting to know things that are very popular for you guys like the Trans Am series ah, yeah, which yeah, yeah. was completely mind-blowing for me uh, and, and SVRA which is a sport vintage racing association and it is a platform that uh, we, we support but it is a, a I mean super cool uh, I was in Indianapolis a month ago and they had over 200 classic cars registered it's just crazy
0: our, fu- our last guest was, he races in the Trans Am Series. I don't. Bow d- borders. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want to, too. It's just, you know, cars, money. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Other than that, that's, 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 all, that's <laughs> all we're lacking is cars, money. Oh, a little bit of talent. Okay. <laughs> <I>
3: mean, <laughs> maybe after the show, i give you another couple of Absolutely.
1: Dan and I have always said we'd race F1, but I just don't fit in the cars. That's really
3: the, the
0: only, only reason <laughs> I don't <laughs> do it. That's it. They were like, you're just Minus too tall. my
1: weight, my size, my, yeah. <laughs> other than that, you know, totally be an F1 racer. I mean, Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: What are, you, uh, what are you driving for yourself?
3: I drive my daily commuter in the crazy traffic of Los Angeles yeah. is a Fiat Abarth stick shift
0: That's convertible. There, go. Stick. there we go. So is
3: basically it's a, it's a go-kart. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> which is totally appropriate for that scenario. What's your weekender then?
3: Oh, my weekend is, uh, you know, I spend time with the wife and the kids. At least I try over the oh. weekend. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> they don't fit those much. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> we, we always
1: joke that, you know, the, the cars with, with a five speed or six speed, that's the best uh, security system you can have now. Yeah. nobody knows how to drive them anymore. So. <laughs> not here. Yeah. No, absolutely yeah. not. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we really appreciate you stopping by, giving us Thank a little you. insight into this, um, and pleasure to meet you. Um, and we look forward to hearing more about P0 throughout the, the
3: media. And,
0: sure. uh, sh- should I send my friends your way when they need their their? semi annual set of tires for their LMO two because you you're the only ones who make the Scorpions for it still.
3: <laughs> you must send them. No, you Absolutely. should. You no, you should. <laughs> I mean <laughs> of course. I mean we wouldn't do anything but that. Yeah. Well
0: they can't <laughs> get any of their tires for them. I'm Just aware. And I'm let's aware. see and, and the let's see, what's the other ones? The Mercy Elago rear tires that yep. they only make in the only size. Yep. So many tires there. So many cars are kept alive. Yeah. way to forever. corner so the market. Yes. really <laughs> cornering the budget. market. Yes.
1: All right. Thank you for coming in. Thank you guys. Appreciate sir. to meet you Yeah. Likewise. Great to meet
0: you man. Thank you. Thank you very much.
3: Grandpa, what do you call this thing again?
0: It's a 66 Ford Bronco.
3: I think you got ripped off. What is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth.
0: Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect.
3: Is that the window button?
0: It's called a window crank.
3: Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down.
0: This moment of escape was created by Haggerty.
3: Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa.
0: Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back, and we've got a good guest for you this time around. Uh, not the other one was bad.
1: <laughs> no, they were good. Pirelli was wonderful, actually. Yes. That was very cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, we've got a very special one with us today. We've got uh, Ralph De Boss, who is the CEO of W Motors, which uh, if you've, well, if you're Been under living a, under a rock. rock how do I you mean, not know what it yeah, is? If yeah, if you're yeah. in the car world, you're very familiar with this car, at least the uh, the Lycan Hypersport. Yeah. Um, but the the Fenner, is it? Fenir, fenner Fenir. You can pronounce finier. it as you wish, but Fenier is the right uh, way to pronounce it. Well, then we'll go with Fenier.
1: We'll say it the way you named it. How about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Okay.
0: <laughs> is the car that is shocking everyone at Monterey this year? You've probably seen this in every one of the Instagram posts from around the area. People trying to shake this thing down. Um, but, Rolf, tell us a little more about the car and a little more about you. Sure. I mean, uh, let's start about me,
1: maybe. Yes, Please, Absolutely. absolutely. Right. But so enough about you. Let's talk about you. Let's start about, <laughs> yeah, let's start.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the car. Yeah. All right. So uh, no, I'm a car designer. So I started this passion uh, a long time ago when I was a kid. And I always wanted to design cars and build cars and try to play with cars. So I discovered that I could study that. And I went to do a master's of uh, car design in England. And that's where we designed the Lichen Hypersport. This was back in 2004, 2005, You uh, 15 years ago. And uh, this passion grew. And I started to say, let's do it. Let's make it happen. And the, the whole idea of W Motors came to life a few years later, where I met all the Italians, partner, Magna Tire, Ruf Automobile, uh, uh, Studio Torino, and we put it together to said, okay, let's make it happen. And we just went all in and produced the Lycan, which became the most famous car, you know, in Fast and Furious 7. Yes, yeah, the one jump building to building. This was, yeah, this was actually absolutely incredible. Uh, fast track, let's say, six, seven years down the line. Here we are with the Veneer. Uh, The Finier, so it's our second model that we launched in 2015 as a concept and 2018 as a production version at the Geneva Motor Show. And uh, it's produced 110 cars, so no longer a small series of seven. So 110, for us, it's a big number. It might still be a very small number. And price-wise, it went down from 3.4 to 1.4 million, so it's much more accessible when it comes to the price. And we focus a lot on the performance of the car. So we're giving it 800 horsepower on a flat-six twin-turbo, 1,000 torque on it, 7-speed double-clutch, Uh, gearbox on a rear uh, rear rear-wheel drive 50 50 weight distribution so the car is absolutely incredible to drive and you have these two turbos behind your head, the two intert- uh, intercoolers as well right next to you. So you really feel the air going in, going out. You hear everything about the car. And that's the beauty of these kind of cars. We didn't go too much in electronics. We kept it as a pure driving performance machine where you hear everything about it and you feel everything about it. And that's that's everything about our cars. And you partnered with Roof on the, the motor and everything? Oh, yeah. Roof we partnered back in 2009, uh, since so 10 years ago. And they develop all our chassis, all our engines, all our mechanical parts uh, come from Germany. So especially made for W Motors. It's Alois Roof himself that, you know, personally develops these these cars for us. So it is quite special uh, when it comes to the horses of of this car. So, yeah, you can't go wrong with them behind your belt. Absolutely. I mean, just right now with this car, we drove uh, 2,600 miles in the past uh, 48 hours. And the car (laughs) didn't stop. Literally, temperature was fine. Uh, Everything about the car was perfect. And we're still driving again back. And we still have another 5,000 miles before the the car goes back to Dubai in a couple of weeks. So it is quite special.
1: It's a showstopper. We we were down on, uh, uh, Canary Row a couple nights ago, and and you guys were parked outside the hotel, and you huh. couldn't get near it. It was so beautiful. So as f- from a from a design th- point, and when you designed these cars, where 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 did you take your inspiration from? Is it completely original? Do you uh, is there a certain genre of cars you love?
2: Uh, it's mainly an animal, actually. If you look closely, you'll see the animal in the car. Uh, w-, w Motors stands for Wolf Motors. And every car we create is inspired by the DNA of the wolf. And you have a lot of lines, sharp edges in the front. You have the ears on the side on the A-pillar, which you can see. So it's an animal that's about to attack its uh, its prey. You can really see it clearly yeah. in the car now. And every name of a car that we give. So the Fenir comes from the Norse mythology, the Nordic mythology. Uh, it's the most vicious wolf that was ever created. And that's the most powerful car we created to date. So we called it the Fenir. Fenir is the son of Loki, brother of Thor. Ah, and the okay. lycan which was is the comes from the greek god lykos is uh, is a werewolf yeah, yeah i'm sure you know from underworld and all yes. this right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It had laughs> uh, i didn't want to make that 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 co- that it connection doesn't actually like come from, like from the movie uh,
1: but i, yeah. I understand <laughs> that i was like, I was like I don't want to say that cuz what if it's wrong <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah.
2: but we do give you know we give the style depending on the personality of the car so the design comes into place the name comes into place and everything fits together in the end
1: it's absolutely gorgeous now I mean, and, and I know people can't see it, but they will be seeing pictures of it. But the, the rear, the rear spoilers, active, continual active. Yeah, arrow. we have a
2: triptych active spoiler. So okay. these are two flaps uh, on the left and the right that are c- always active, and then you have a spoiler under it that goes up at one hundred and twenty kilometers per uh, hour at thirty-five degrees. That's also active as well. At two hundred twenty kilometers per hour, everything shuts down, and the car skyrockets through the highway.
1: Yeah, just slips, just slips through. Yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, I mean. Are you and yet, uh, the company with W Motors is it just going to be one car at a time, or like you said, you're making y- uh, that's a big jump from the Lycan to doing 110 cars with this? Absolutely, uh, yeah.
2: we have different divisions in the company. I mean, th- we we grew quite a lot in the past uh, three years, especially in Dubai. So our headquarters grew a lot. We have the man- manufacturing facility which we're setting up now in Dubai, the engineering center, the R and D. And W, what people don't know, is not only about the hypercars and the supercars. We have several divisions. One of them is a special projects division, which is called. So we, we developed uh, recently a full autonomous Level 5 uh, car under the name of Muse, which we launched last year oh uh, yeah. at the Shanghai Auto Show. And it's going to be at the Dubai World Expo in 2020, driving around Dubai as the first UAE-made full autonomous car. We recently launched uh, the first police patrol, which was called the Beast Patrol. I don't know if you've seen these cars, they're insane. They call them the Robocop uh, on wheels. So it's a fully embedded uh, SUV for Dubai police that we developed, designed 100% from scratch, integrated drones, uh, weapons, uh, radars, facial recognition, sensors, cameras, anything you can imagine that the police needs has been designed within the vehicle itself. And these cars are already delivered driving on the roads and will be fully produced in the next 12 months to deliver 200 cars to Dubai Police Force within the next 48 months as well.
1: Does the Dubai Police Force really need any more cool cars? I <laughs> no, jealous, jealous of the police I <laughs> over mean there. like, I've never wanted to be a police officer in my <laughs> life more than Dubai. Yeah, it, I- like it is quite a nice yeah. car to drive to <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just absolutely beautiful. Wow. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we
2: have these different products that we're producing and our next car, which we're in we're the works now, a new supercar, no hypercar, coming out next year will be produced a minimum of 200 vehicles plus. Uh, it's coming out with some really, really cool stuff in it uh, next year. Excellent. Very cool.
1: Well, I look forward to seeing it. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by and appreciate it. Really great to meet you. <laughs> appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Same yeah. here Thanks guys. a lot,
2: Ralph. Thank
0: we'll you. Catch you next yeah. time around. Bye take take yeah. care. Have a nice day. Bye. Thanks all.
1: Can you believe he said that? I, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we hope you enjoyed those interviews. Yeah. Uh, those were taken live on the field at Concorso. So sorry about the background noise there, but uh, we think it came across That's pretty well. That's the
1: sound of the automotive world, Dan. Yes, it is. I want to do that in my best, like, uh, Marlon Brown. It <laughs> doesn't come off that way.
0: But, yeah, um, if you guys don't have a chance – or if you guys shouldn't you guys should have the chance you should make the chance to go down to Monterey for car week at least that needs to be on everybody's bucket list it's a it's a pretty interesting event um, if you're working you don't get to see as much but man there's so much to do there like you fun yeah
1: I mean you know even and and no matter what car you drive there's some there's a brand for it like you know if, if as you see from some of the photos Jared Nashley drove his 350z down there and we ran into the parking lot randomly the 50th anniversary edition of the 370s and a bunch of gtrs in the co- i mean there's yeah, everything down the there. incredible. it
0: wasn't nissan's 50th anniversary i think it was the anniversary of the z correct i'm yeah. pretty sure yeah. Yeah. yeah of the from the originally from the 240 i think it was and i they think
1: they had 50th anniversary of uh gtrs there I, too. I, I, I think it might be
0: some anniversary for nissan
1: but they anyway. had badges on the cars that said 50th anniversary from something yeah
0: good job nissan good v- i'm gonna take that out you guys are just gonna wonder what nick said <laughs>
1: You know what I'm learning to do, though, <laughs> is to pause before I say something so it makes it easier for him to cut things out. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I know, I know. So, it, it was something loving. It was. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: as this is a bonus episode, uh, thanks for joining us for the short little clip. But don't worry, we have another episode coming this Friday. So oh, it's I hope a good you, one. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this little midweek blurb.
1: Uh, blurp. 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 Blurb? Blurb. I don't know. <laughs> Blip. Uh, this Friday is Sam from Scene Through Glass. If you got a chance to meet him at Exotics a couple weekends ago or saw our episode that he already published on his channel on the video he did with us here at Drivers Club. So it's a really cool interview and to kind of see, to get to know the guy behind the camera. Yeah, so. and
0: he's a really great guy. Yeah. You guys are going to love that one. So look forward to that Friday and then uh, we have another really great interview we're doing this weekend, which we're not going to give away, but uh, nope, you Porsche fans are going to be real, real happy with and us. Santa Claus santa claus exactly <laughs> yep all On right that bombshell right. yep we'll see <laughs> you guys bombshell. next. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for rain
1: city supercars i'm nick
0: i'm dan don't just get there enjoy the drive